Welcome along to a, another episode of Panic Attack with Big John. On all the podcast platforms and YouTube, that's where you'll find me. On Facebook, it's Big John's Conservative Op-Ed page. And what else do we have? On Twitter, you've got uh, at the real underscore Big John. On Parlor, you've got at the real Big John, all one word. So tonight, today, this evening, however, wherever and whatever time zone you happened to be in, uh, the Supreme or the Senate. Finished up their debate on Amy Coney Barrett. Uh, She is now officially Justice Amy Barrett of the Supreme Court. So, we see the, the change... Changing of the guard. Um, You know, I wouldn't call it changing of the guard. I think it's going to be a very fair court now. You know, John Roberts and even uh, Brett Kavanaugh have... Voted in ways that Republicans didn't like. I saw uh, a meme today where uh, it said it was posted by somebody conservative or who thinks they're conservative, anyways, uh, saying, you know, John Roberts, now your vote is irrelevant uh, because there had been times when. He, he had sided with the supposedly liberal side of the court. Now, in the Supreme Court, as I've told you, he or there is not supposed to be a liberal and a conservative side. There's not supposed to be a Democrat and a Republican side. So... Just want to kind of point out some things here, you know. Uh, I joined in, I think there was like a, a Republican. I had to work, man. I'm a, I'm a Republican. I got to work. And millions of people on welfare depend upon me to go out there every day and put in Uh, Put in the work. So. Let's get the the vote on uh, Amy Coney Barrett. Republicans had a press conference. (coughs) As did Democrats after the. uh, The shindig. And. 
I don't, I didn't see what the Democrat was saying. What Chuck Schumer said was ignorant enough. He said, uh, this is the darkest day in Senate history. Uh, you know, I strongly disagree with that. There have been times before when Supreme Court justices have been nominated during an election year. Uh, some have been approved, some have been not approved, some have been pushed to the side uh, as the Republicans did with President Obama's nominee. Um, the Republicans... In Mitch McConnell trying to defend where he stood and rebut what Chuck Schumer said, trying to rebut Chuck Schumer, uh, he said that, you know, in the midterm elections, Republicans picked up seats in the Senate and the House as well eventually, uh, under President Obama, and that that was a referendum on Obama's term in office. Don't really know uh, if that's perfectly accurate, but that that is what happened. Um, and Schumer said that in the past McConnell um, Graham others said to their Democratic colleagues you will live to regret this or you're going to regret this and he he said very much Chuck Schumer said very much that Republicans will regret this if the Democrats win the House, the Senate, and the and the presidency. Uh, Republicans will regret this. Th that, uh, folks, is you know like two kids fighting on a schoolyard, uh, especially what Chuck Schumer said. Um, I want to, before I go and say it was a straight party line vote, uh, there's something here, Fox News says some women's group, women's groups slam Amy Coney Barrett confirmation as malicious theft of a Supreme Court vacancy, that's utterly ridiculous. Um... Some of the headlines, Amy Coney Barrett confirmed to Supreme Court, cementing 6-3 to three conservative majority. Well, that's already not true because Justice Roberts, who is supposed to be a conservative, has voted uh, the way that some conservatives did not like. Um, Amy Coney Barrett's confirmation was shockingly hypocritical, but there may be a silver lining. Uh, that's in the Los Angeles Times. I want to see. 
exactly how the Senate voted. Results. Okay. Maybe that's it. Closest vote ever. Uh, this is Desert News. That's the top. When I search Bing, Desert News comes up as the top news source on this. So Barrett 48, Monday's 52 to 48 vote. So it was a party line vote. Um, the crisis has hung over the proceedings. Mike Pence office said Monday he would not preside at the Senate session unless his tiebreak vote was needed after the Democrats asked him to stay away when his aides tested positive for COVID-19. His vote was not necessary. <laughs> so it, it was a 52-48 party line vote, uh, which is pretty sad. Uh, you know, somebody said that in better times, Judge Barrett would have become Justice Barrett with more than 70 votes. Um, you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, uh, who was clearly um, a feminist um, appointee of Bill Clinton, who was notorious for um, appointing people based on gender, uh, you know, he was one of these where his cabinet had to have somebody from every, uh, well, there were only two genders back then, but every, uh, nationality and race, and they didn't have to necessarily have a qualification or a background. They just had to fill a role. Uh, and I, I have nothing... I mean, there's no other way to take that. Yeah, you can say what you want of me. I'm for qualified people holding positions. I don't care about race, gender, ethnicity. But with Bill Clinton, it always had to be, you know, on race, gender, ethnicity. And, you know, it's, you know, it's just how it was. Now, you know, I always go to the famous stupid story. Uh, I was partying one night, and I was like, it was mainly college Republicans, but like one of the kids had a friend that was a, a big liberal, and she was pretty cute too. Um, and she was a person of color. I, I think she was like, you know, her dad was black and her mom was Asian. Doesn't matter. Um, but she pointed out that she did not like George W. Bush because he appointed a lot of women and minorities to cabinet positions. And then we said, well, what did you like about Bill Clinton? Well, he appointed a lot of women and minorities to cabinet positions. Okay, the women and minorities that 
George W. appointed were all generally qualified. Now, a lot of them were also uh, in, the, in, in uh, the oil industry, which is what George W.'s background was. Uh, so, you know, sometimes when you're appointing people, you appoint, you appoint people you're familiar with. I don't think that's the best route for a president to go. Honestly, if I were a president, being a conservative, I would have, you know, a liberal and a conservative, uh, like, if the secretary of whatever was a, a conservative, I would ask them to get somebody liberal to be their undersecretary. So I got both sides of the argument. But that's just me, because I, I use too much common sense, which is why I, I'll probably never make it in Washington. Yeah, I will. Because I'm, I'm a child of the one true God, and I'll go where he puts me. But uh, it, Justice Amy Coney Barrett is the 115th Supreme Court Justice. Which it's amazing in our uh, over 225 year history, we have had 115 Supreme Court justices. These are lifetime appointments. Um, it is quite possible that Trump, if he gets a second term, will make another appointment. Uh, it's going to be hard because there's quite the chance the Democrats could still have the House and they could have the Senate. Now, I, th I honestly think the Republicans are going to sweep everything because I'm texting my mother. That's why the awkward silence. Um, I just, I, okay, when the Dems took the House, sure, there was anti-Trump sentiment that went with that, but you also have to consider 40 rhinos retired, over 40. And which... going to be in, interesting to see is you know is America in general truly mad at Trump now there's a lot of a lot of people voted early and I'm seeing and hearing some news articles that some people are now regretting that don't I, I can't say that it's enough to swing any congressional or senatorial elections but I'm hearing some people are regretting having jumped the gun before the campaigning and things really started. Uh, some interesting facts. I'm delving a little off the Supreme Court topic, but I'll bring it back. Um, one thing, 56% of Americans think that they're better off than they were four years ago. That's huge. It only takes 50% plus one 
and the Electoral College, of course, to be president. Furthermore, um, well, it has to be 50% plus one in the right states, and then you win the Electoral College. Uh, anyhow. I'm loving it. Also, the majority of Americans think that Trump is going to win. Like something like 60% of Americans think Trump will win re-election, which is weird. When, you know, people are saying that he's polling terribly but yet, when it, you're asked, do you think Trump will win, 60% of people say, yeah, I think Trump's going to win re-election. So they're either lying when they say they're not voting for Trump, or you, know, you drive down the road and you see a lot more yard signs. I mean, I see people with their whole yards decorated, like they've made mannequins of Donald Trump. I drove by I drive by this one yard all the time and they have a little prison that they've built and in the prison are mannequins with orange jumpsuits. I mean these people went all out. They have a big billboard that says Trump Highway because they're on kind of a highway uh, and they have like multiple Trump signs and slogans and then in this little makeshift jail they have like Hillary and now Joe Biden and his son. Uh, so, I don't know. A truck truck driver I was talking to said, man, I see so many more Trump signs out there when I'm driving up and down the roads than I do Biden signs. So, and that was kind of the telltale sign of the last election. Um Right now, Amy Coney Barrett, I wanna they want to talk about diversity on the court. Diversity can be intellectual too, right? And since words have no meaning anymore, their words are feelings. Amy Coney Barrett is the only Supreme Court justice not from Harvard or Yale. Now isn't that something when you know you have your education as a justice comes from a certain university you're going to have a certain way of thinking, maybe. The way you are educated on the law is going to be a certain way. So now we have somebody who's not from one of these two Ivy League colleges. She graduated top of her class at the University of Notre Dame Law School. Uh, Notre Dame, very prestigious university. Very, you know, they're more than a football team. They are a uh, upstanding university. 
Um, so she graduated number one at Notre Dame Law School. She worked for Justice Scalia. Uh, and Chuck Schumer used that against her tonight. And I told you women, women who live in suburbia that are offended by the way Trump acts, or who were offended by his uh, comment that he was baited into by Billy Bush, where he said, grab him by the privates. Um, the women, I wanted you, I wanted you to hear and watch and see how Democrat men treat a conservative woman. Now, uh, the other old battle acts, the Nancy Pelosi of the Senate, whatever, Diane Feinstein, that's her name. Uh, Senator Feinstein was very harsh uh, with, the, with uh, Judge Barrett, now Justice Barrett. Uh, they tried to get her to answer specific questions, and tonight during her acceptance speech, she rebutted that. Okay, Chuck Schumer said that in his argument against her, which was very brutal, and said, you know, she's just a political hack, basically. She's a political pawn. This is all political uh, to get, you know, Second Amendment rights expanded to take away Roe versus Wade uh, to... Take away rights from minorities. It, it shows me that the Democrats think that a woman or a minority cannot stand on her own without being a political pawn. And they want her to be their political pawn, not someone else's. And all of her supporters and she herself have said she stands on the law as it is written and on the Constitution, not on feelings, not on the, the flavor of the day, if you will. She stands on laws and the Constitution. And she rebutted uh, what Chuck Schumer said about she refused to answer questions saying that, uh, you know, a, a judge is not a, a senator. A, a senator, she is up for re-election and she has to say where she stands on issues. A judge, when she is being questioned, cannot stand on issues because she has to judge based on the law and the Constitution. Uh, that's not a direct quote, but that's as close as I can remember. So that's why she and I told, I said, you know, from my knowledge, judges are not allowed to take a stand on an issue. Uh, one time I asked a judge to sign a petition that was I don't remember if it was for a candidate or an issue. I think it might have been for a candidate. And she said, I, I better not sign that just because we're not allowed to take a stand on, you know, candidates and issues. 
So, you know, Chuck Schumer didn't have his facts right. He said that, you know, there's nothing illegal or wrong with a judge saying where they stand on this case and this issue and blah, blah, blah. Just because Amy Coney Barrett has said in uh, articles and papers that she's written that she disagrees with this decision or that decision doesn't mean that she's going to judge that way every time a gun law case comes before her. She said, you know, a nonviolent felon may be able to have the right, maybe they should be able to have the right to own a weapon, that not all felons are created equal. Schumer tried to use that against her tonight, saying that she would give all felons the right to bear arms. No, she did not say that. She said if somebody's a nonviolent felon, that maybe their Second Amendment rights should not be stripped of them. She did say in her confirmation hearing that if you are a gun felon, like you commit armed robbery with a gun or a knife or a weapon, then you should lose your Second Amendment right. But she's also for the right of giving uh, felons back their voting rights after they've been freed from jail. That sounds pretty, pretty liberal to me. Sounds kind of moderate. So I don't think she's going to be biased. I don't think any of the justices that have been appointed by Republicans are biased or political. I think they're constitutional. And at times they have disagreed with what conservatives and Republicans wanted them to do. Justice Roberts, for example, was a George Bush appointee, and he was supposed to destroy the court, and he was going to give everyone the right to arm bears and the right to bear arms, and he was going to give every overturn Roe versus Wade, and he is not. In fact, in some of those cases, he voted in ways conservatives did not want him to vote. So if you're getting criticized by the left and you're getting criticized by the right, what do I always say? You're probably doing the correct thing by the law and by the Constitution. Um, Schumer pointed out that there have been 80 times when the Supreme Court has ruled 5 to 4 with the 5 supposedly conservative Republican justices banding together against the, the, the poor, abused, and neglected, and, and mistreated four Democrat-appointed justices. And he made it sound like, I mean, like these five who were appointed by Republicans were just in the Supreme Court chamber bludgeoning the four Democrat-appointed justices over the head with two-by-fours. Uh, and not the case. 
First of all, when did he start his count of the 80 times? Did it start after George Bush? Did it start when there were five people appointed by uh, Republicans on the bench? What about the times that I just mentioned when Roberts uh, and Kavanaugh recently went against the way the conservatives and the Republicans wanted them to vote? because the law and the Constitution were not in uh, coherent, were not coherent with the way the Republicans or the conservatives wanted uh, the law to be interpreted. He left those out. So, uh, also, yeah, like I said, he didn't, Schumer, did not mention the times when Roberts and Kavanaugh have gone against what the Republicans uh, thought they were going to get. But nonetheless, uh, Amy Coney Barrett, one of the most qualified, intelligent people, I, I thought she made these pathetic senators look stupid, <laughs> some of which are lawyers. Uh, and I swear, you know, it, it matters not on party. Uh, when you get the House and the Congress together, you have 535 people. And sometimes I think 535 villages are missing an idiot. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, she had no notes in front of her the whole time. She knew the law off the top of her head. She knew she could not take stands on issues uh, and comment on specific cases that had either gone through the judiciary or were in the pipe. So, you know, she beat them at their game when they tried to trap her. So, congratulations, Justice Amy Coney Barrett. And I look forward to good things from this woman uh, and good constitutional judging um, until, you know, we have to, it's possible, there's one justice that's older than, uh, dirt, I mean, older than Clarence Thomas. Clarence is the, uh, longest reigning, residing justice. He swore Justice Barrett in tonight. I was very happy that I was able to get home from work in time to see all this. Uh, history unfold before my eyes. I've lived through so much history, man. Um, you know, the, the Cold War, the Soviet Union, the collapse of the Cold War, the Berlin Wall coming down, uh, the fall of the Soviet Union, um, you know, 9-11, the, the biggest terrorist attack on American soil. Um, so good days and bad days, I've seen a lot of history, uh, and I was glad to be able to see this tonight as well. Um, but, you know, it's possible if Trump gets a second term, he could get a chance to appoint um, a third justice to the Supreme Court. Uh, and wow, that would be amazing, uh, very amazing. So, um, that, that's all. I just wanted to talk a little about Justice Barrett, uh, her appointment, 
uh, approval and swearing in tonight. So thank you, senators, who voted for her. The 48 Democrats that voted against her, you did America a great, great injustice tonight. Uh, and you are very, very ignorant. And I guess Chuck Schumer was outside the Senate chamber yelling the names of Kavanaugh and uh, Gorsuch and I don't know what he, why he was yelling, but those were Trump's other two appointees. Um, and he, you know, he's saying, you know, you're going to pay for this. You'll regret this. Democrats just so showed their ignorance and showed what they really think of a strong, intelligent woman. So head to the polls on election day. Remember my election day challenge. Take five friends with you to the polls. Let's get Trumpy Bay Bay back in there. Let's get a re Republican House and Senate. And uh, let's roll, man. Let's rock, babies. Love you guys. God bless you. Pray for each other. I'll take you out to a little God Bless America tune.